Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. Money FM 89.3, good morning. It's the breakfast huddle with Elliot Dank and Barzi Jagdish. It's time now for the bigger picture. We're seeing stocks attempt a bit of a climb back from that brutal sell off. Investors watching a variety of metrics, you know, things like valuations, uh, whether to buy the rally or perhaps brace for more declines. Yeah, as we look at the historical valuations, we would actually see that there may be more downside ahead for tech and growth stocks. Let's look at this as an example. Yeah, the price to earnings multiple of growth companies stands 15 points higher than that of so-called value stocks compared to a long-term average of six points. Uh, on the line with us uh, to help us out with this is Caroline Loke, who is Portfolio Manager for Asia X Japan Equity Pine Bridge Investments. Caroline, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. Uh, good morning, everyone. How are you? <laughs> Very good. This should be quite uh, an interesting conversation. A lot of details to get through. But I suppose uh, let's start off by reflecting on the highlights of 2021 in terms of your investment strategy? I mean, was there an event in particular that had the most impact? Yes, definitely. So I think the most obvious one is the uh, the humanitarian loss due to COVID. Um, Then we also have, uh, not only we had a pent-up demand for goods, uh, which uh, we all know, but there was also a pent-up demand for a retail investor on the investment side. So the retail investor participation rate was actually very high in Asia. So I, I think, you know, certain part of the segments was in bubbles. So we got to be cautious. Okay, which are the areas we have to be cautious about since you've brought this up at this point? Oh, I think some uh, overly crowded names um, that we know, like companies trading at very, very high valuation. Mm. Um, I think uh, we should actually take a step back and we look at the uh, fundamentals, the quality of the company, uh, the management of the company, and of course, the valuations of the company. A good company may trade at very high valuation, but it, therefore it may not be a good investment. Mm. Since you brought up valuations, uh, for you, what, what's your view on where valuations are going this year? Valuations, I think to answer that, I mm. think if you look at the, you know, top numbers, you know, as a whole, you may not get uh, the right picture. I think there's a dumbbell-shaped valuations in the market. One end of the market is looking expensive, while on the other hand, it's trading at compelling valuation. So I think into 2022, we are expecting companies that are fundamentally sound trading at attractive valuations that have been ignored actually in uh, 2021 should catch up. So in short, this is a stock picker market. Mm, A stock picker market, that's nicely put. So considering that and the backdrop you just painted, where exactly are the opportunities this year? Okay, let me simplify this for listeners by saying that opportunities lie in the English bubble, which are A-E-I-O-U. So A for automation, energy and environment, information technology, outsourcing, and of course, lastly, urbanization. So we are very excited about all these structural trends that we are seeing in Asia now. Caroline, there's also an IPO buzz, uh, especially when it comes to SPACs and startups. What should investors watch out for here? I think we should know what we are buying into at all times. Many of these investments may be quite risky, to be honest. I believe there's a better alternative to invest, 
I think investing in mutual funds, having track record, managed by professionals and let them decide where to invest. Mm. But if a person wanted to do it themselves or at least, you know, guide their financial advisors a certain way, discuss the issues with them more intelligently before finally making that decision, what exactly should they be studying when it comes to IPOs and SPACs? What are the things to look out for? And then all the other equity investments that you talked about as well. I think, you know, they should actually at least look at the annual reports, the disclosures about the company, know at least how the companies uh, are going to generate revenue and study the management in details. Because nowadays, I think information for, you know, publicly listed companies are all available on the internet. Mm. So they must know exactly what the, they are buying into and who are managing the company. Uh, Caroline, let's uh, talk a little bit about uh, small and mid-caps. Uh, how do you expect them to fare this year against uh, large caps? You know, broadly speaking, large caps are looking relatively attractive, you know, in terms of uh, valuation as, as compared to other segments. And uh, being an all-cap manager... So, um, you know, I, 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 we, you know, small cap, mid cap, large cap, we have all the exposure. By targeting, you know, certain segments or different market cap, it's not the way that uh, we look at investment opportunities. So, um, irrespective of market cap, each segment has expensive and cheap names. Therefore, stock selection is the key. All right. Thank you very much for your advice, Caroline. Caroline Loke is Portfolio Manager for Asia X Japan Equity at Pinebridge Investments. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.